Blog Talk Radio. Hello to all the listeners out there, and welcome to this Sunday's edition of The Too Much Show. Today is February 23rd, 2020, and I am your host, MT, and with me are my co-hosts. Mr. Jones, a.k.a. Sam Jones, the Mr. Come First, because you got to respect me and my other co-host. Is this the truth? And you know what we're here for, man. It's real talk by real people. MT said it. And you know we always spin the truth, and that's the, the realest topics, un, the realest undebatable topics heard. And with that being said, I just want to point out a couple of things. I mean, like, I don't know if you have been paying attention for the last week or so in entertainment and boxing, but there's been a lot of things that I kind of caught my eyes that I haven't seen before. Like uh, also a man linking the man neck, you know, with uh, fully blood, you know, it's always the first time for everything. So um, at least for me. And with that starting off, that's the title of our show today. First time for everything. And trust me, I have a lot of puns throughout the show for a first time for everything once we go through it. But even just starting off, Mr. Jones, MT, how y'all guys feeling today, man? Man, I'm feeling good. Feeling great. Beautiful Sunday. Decent weather. You know, can't hate. Man, every day every day is great, man. As long as you got life, man, get to spend time with your brothers here. But, man, let's talk about this licking neck and all this Bill Compton shit. You know, that's the easiest way you get, like, hep C and all that shit, man. I don't know why you do I'm that. sure. That's crazy. I'm, I'm, hopefully he didn't have anything in his butt at the time or just, you know, <laughs> just stepped yeah. out at the last minute. Have... It might have been a little It might have been a little vicious for him. He, he, he also won something. He would have won something else by default. <laughs> I know. You know, hopefully man. he didn't uh, – Hopefully he didn't have an FTD or anything, you know. Because if he did, oh, boy. Now, if you don't know what we're talking about, we're just going to get smack into it. Um, Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury, too, came on last night. And it was actually something to pretty much see because we got the unexpected outcome that we really didn't expect. I'm sure a lot of people was on their couch holding their face, squirming, running down, just like melted uh, molasses on a steep hill. It was just heart-turning. And I think for a lot of guys, and also the guy in the ring, it was the first time for everything. It was the first time for him to literally get beat senseless, like to almost a meme, which is really floating around right now. I really feel bad. He looks like the drunk emoji. So, going to that, we're going to detail the fight. Um, I just want to say that the undercards were ass. If you guys <laughs> point out one undercard that was worth watching, please enlighten me, and then I'll let one of you guys take it away. Yeah, no. it was before the main event. Like, if you watch, like, actual, like, FS1, you may have called one there, but no. As far as the pay-per-view itself, ass. All of them. All Every of them. last one of them. Every last one. All right. Like the first fight, you got, what, a, 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 a super middleweight that's 
six seven, and didn't yeah. even know how to throw a fucking jab. Yep. And he kept throwing them soft ass uppercuts. I mean, he yep. still won his fight because, I mean, let's be honest, he's fighting an actor playing a boxer. That's what he looks like. So, I mean, <laughs> he whooped his ass at the end of the day. The second fight, okay, a little bit more action. But you had a man literally took 58 power shots in one round. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's see I how mean, long his career lasts. Yeah, let's see how long his career lasts. And then, like, this last one, the one with, you know, Charles Martin, the guy that's supposed to be maybe next up in the heavyweight division. He came sloppy out of shape. It took him a while to catch his punch, but when he caught him, I mean, Jesus Christ, they stopped the fight as early as he fell. So that's pretty much your undercard in a nutshell. Garbage as usual. Another bullshit one by Fox. Round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Anything I got to say about the trash ass on the cards? No, I was just, it's just disappointing, man. And Fox and for what they want for these pay-per-views, and I get like the main event is like what people want to see, but you at least need to give us decent content leading up to it. None of those fights were interesting. None of those fighters I think we'll even see around in the next two to three years as being so-called contenders and, you know, somebody who could be, you know, a heavy hitter or dominant in their division or making headlines, anything like that. None of those guys. None of them. They should all be lucky. They should be excited that they were even allowed to be on that undercard. Because it was just it was horrible. It was. It was horrible. And once again, put my man Roley on TV, man. They ain't put him in the main That's event, but he probably got the only KO of the card in the second round. Yeah, yeah, he got a KO in the second round. Um, the only other one, was the, I guess the one right before the Wild Fury. Yeah, the Charles Martin fight. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, like but I said, the ref stopped it as early as he fell. He could. He definitely did. You mean that? I think. I think that was. I think that was for a whole different reason. I think that maybe the corner already gave a signal that he probably was already drunk, or a punch drunk, or injury prone, and they stopped the fight immediately because going into the main event, we seen that fight. That should have been called early on. Didn't get stopped. And I don't think that was because of name. If anything, if you're on the undercar, you probably want to go the distance so that way you can get your name out there. Versus you being on a status that where your name carries weight and you're just getting beat and now you're just yeah, but let's pretty be much real. diminishing your, I mean, your value. But let's be real and just call it what it is, Tom. Like, let's be real. They stopped that fight early. Because they, they probably went on social media, saw that people were getting restless, people were ready for the main event, so they just stopped it early. They probably they probably told that referee, all right, look, first person to fall, don't even let him get back up, don't even let him, you know, put forth another effort. Just, just, just cancel the shit, all right? Call it. 
we ready to get to the main event. But um, Which is yeah. true. Nah, I mean, just speaking man. of the main event, I mean, let's get into it. I'll just say, uh, let's start it from the top. Um, you know, this is a, a bout that's coming off when they were tied. I believe both fighters felt some type of way, and that's why this rematch happened. They also had fights in between the condition. Um, from free camp, he stayed with the same trainers. Actually, no, he switched up and stepped down one of his trainers and switched with another guy. I, I don't know his name right now, but he wanted to change his style and condition another way for his fight. Where in Wilder, I believe he just fired his camp and went with another trainer just because I believe something else. Yeah, he did keep, so, yeah, he did keep one trainer. Well, that's, that's, that's a key point, like what Furry did, actually. So he went to Kronk Gym. You know, if you don't know what Kronk Gym is, I mean, Lennox Lewis came out of there. Tommy the Hitman Hearn came out of there. That's the, you know, late great Emmanuel, you know, story gym. And he actually got his nephew to train him. And then... When you got the world's greatest cut man by far, the only cut man people know, Stitch, man. If you don't know who the hell Stitch is, man, you're not a real combat sports fan, real talk. That dude is everywhere. UFC, boxing, anywhere you go, he's there. When you got him putting the medicines in you as well, man, preventing the swelling and all that, you did something for yourself. And I think the preparation is one great thing that separated him. He's just seen it. The dude actually gained 17 more pounds for this fight, for this style of boxing, fighting this out, wearing him down as the bigger opponent. Like, it was a great strategy, man. That was very important in that fight. But my bad. Continue. <laughs> so first round, uh, just to get into it. Well, no, before first round, intro. What did you guys have to think? We also had... Furry coming out as the Sea King for my anime fans <laughs> that watch One Punch. And also, we had Wilder coming out looking like the the black black shredder. And it was, nah, it was nah, pretty nah. much no, dope. No, no, no. Don't say the black shredder. He's the black knight he king. He did from, look uh, the black knight king. He was king. the black knight king from Or, or the from black butt light king. He looked like the Black Knight King from Game of Thrones. I think I'm sold on the Black Butt Light King because that's definitely the outfit that he had on. His eyes glowed up. (laughs) It seemed like he had the juice, like the Butt Light commercial. And it was was very interesting. But I also did like his intro, um, the Represent for Black History Month as well, with the smoke. It's a great song choice. I just think it was the right time. Yeah, definitely. Going on with Furry, his 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 introduction was actually decent. He had, I believe, all women of America just to carry him to the stage, which uh, Mr. Jones had pointed out. They were struggling. They were struggling. They didn't carry him. They didn't carry him. They were rolling him out. His whatever he was sitting on that throne or whatever was sitting on something that had wheels, and they were just pulling it. So they were wheeling him out. They weren't carrying him. Trust me. They still struggled. Yeah. <laughs> they still of course like they, they were struggling. I mean, yeah, they did. They struggled. It was a little struggle for them. Definitely a little struggle. So Definitely going into I mean, 
So going into with that, I mean, just just before we get into the fight, because there's really not nothing. I guess it's a couple of points that we had to go out, but just with the introduction itself, what do you think about the introduction? And then we can go into the first round. And then, um, if anything, MT, you can go ahead and take away the first round as well. I mean, I'm not even going to give you the first round. I'm just going to give you the fight. First off, the introduction were exactly what we expected. Uh, as we all know, most black fighters, especially the flashy ones, they always bring somebody out to perform a song and everything, and, you know, for them to come out. So that was expected. I wasn't expecting these smoke, but that was that was definitely a good look for him. For those of y'all that don't know who Deep Smoke is, he's from Rhythm and Flow. On Netflix, he won that contest. And, um, yeah, so he did win that contest. And he, he's been making headway. Just came out with an album a few weeks ago. That was pretty dope as well. Now, when it comes to uh, Fury, like we said, he was willed out. It is what it is. Now, as far as the fight, before I actually get into what happened in the fight, first off, Wilder took that fight too soon. Wilder was just in the ring November 23rd and had a fight that went about seven rounds. And you're right back in there again February 22nd. Like, no, to me that was too soon. Especially if you got rid of a lot of your camp, like what were you, what were you gonna do at that point? You know what I mean? Like one thing that I like what Jared Hurd said about his when he hired his new trainer and everything is his new trainer told him, "I want to train you. I want the best for you. But if you only get me, so you can get back in the ring with J Rock this year, I'm not gonna do it because." We have to take our time. We need to put together a strategy. We need to make sure that everything is okay. We're talking about two and a half months, and Wilder is back in the ring. When did his body have time to recover from his last camp before he just jumped into a new one? I just don't think that that was smart on his behalf. And he allowed Bob Arum to play him. He did. Bob Arum is laughing right now. Because remember, they were trying to get Wilder on the zone, and I think even Top Rank was trying to sign him. And he turned all of them down and basically said that he wanted to be his own man. You know, he'd do stuff with PBC and Al Heyman and things like that, but that's it. And look at what happened. Like, seriously, look at what happened. Like, now, I think, I believe it is a rematch clause in there, so it will happen. But he's at the mercy now, Bob Arum and Top Frank and everything and what they want to do. But as far as the fight, man, Wilder was a one-trick pony. He was loading up, waiting for the right hand. Footwork was horrible. Wasn't using his jab. Uh, Fury was establishing a distance. Um, I knew when Fury ran out at him when it first started and it kind of like took Wild off guard, he was rattled from there. Uh, But Fury used his jab. Fury came in there heavy, came in there about 270 pounds. I think Wilder came in at like 246 or 256. Not sure exactly. 
was one of those two. But Fury kept laying on him, wearing him down, laying on him. And by that time, Wilder couldn't get that right hand, and he basically had nothing. <coughs> well, he was at Fury's mercy. Well, what? I would say, I would say, as far as the Radiman, man, that was doing the introductions, man. When they was introducing them and everything, you could see it in Wilder's face. This is like the way the world literally fell on this show that he didn't know what the hell to do with it. Fury was relaxed. He was at home. He was as happy as Conor McGregor was a couple of weeks ago to get back in the octagon. That's what that reminded me of. And honestly, I'm um, going to go forward real quick, then I'm going to go backwards. We got to think about this for Wilder, man. Did we see the beginning and the end? Like, did we just watch AB versus Maidana? Or did we watch Ali versus Foreman? What I mean by that is it took Foreman 20 years. I don't, it's not going to take Wilder that long, but he got his groove back. He overcame that devastating defeat because this is one of them historic devastating defeats that could ruin your career. Or did we just see the beginning of Adrian Broner when that dude used to throw five, six-punch combinations and everything as soon as somebody lit his ass up, he opened his eyes like, God damn, somebody actually hit this hard. Is he going to be the one that's going to be afraid to throw them punches like he used to? Because there was a time in that fight for like two or three rounds, he backed up. The, I'd never seen this guy backpedal. Like, he was a dare headlight. And, I mean, looking at the fight, man, Fury, I mean, Ferry did pretty much what he did the first fight. He just added some weight to wear him down and take more of them right hands. But his timing and his feints, people don't realize that it's like all-time great in the heavyweight division. Heavyweights don't faint and slip like Tyson Fury does. Like, he was killing them with the timing early on. Like, Wilder didn't know what to do. He looked discombobulated. And don't get me wrong, in the first couple of rounds, you know, Wilder was pretty good with the jabs and everything. But when it started, more and more time came, Fury took over. He dominated. And let me ask y'all this question, gentlemen. What did y'all think about the first knockdown that he hit Deontay Wilder with? I, I mean, thought it was, it was illegal. illegal. Shot. Yeah, I think I, no. Shot. I'm not going to go with I'm not going to go with a legal shot. As I watched Why it, again, well, as I watched it again, I think it was a poor. Yes, it was a poor counter decision. That's why it wasn't called a legal shot. I believe if he would have positioned, yes, he actually positioned his body and turned his head to get hit that shot. Now, if he would have ducked or maybe threw his arm up in the correct position, it wouldn't land behind his head. But I say, like, that that round or the round before, he already had warnings, though. He already had warnings for hitting in the back of the head, though. He did. And then he just delivered that. And then once your head stopped bleeding like that, man, your equilibrium is off. And Wilder just couldn't get his feet under him after that. Mm -mm. So, but are you saying after the first shot that he hit and his ears initially stopped beating, or are you talking about 
when I'm talking about the shot that knocked him down. The shot that knocked him down, knockdown. caused his ear to ble- caused his ear to bleed. Yeah, that that no, hey, I think got hit in the back of the neck. I, I think that well, okay, I can't see it, say for the back of the neck, but I can say for that shot, he pretty much ducked into that. I mean, I would defend it yeah. if it was any other I agree. any other way, but he he literally put himself in that position to get hit in that position. He opened himself up to get hit in the behind his head. I don't know what was his dodging or his defense strategy because he was, had his hands down looking to weave shots like he was Roy Jones Jr. Now, he was. I will admit, his what's-the-name uh, <laughs> his, his was complete shit. His defense was terrible. He didn't keep his hands up at all, and I was literally sitting there like, Bro, like, what are you doing? Like, but I've never on. seen that. And then the initial, the initial strike that he was throwing, um, when Furry was tagging with that straight, that straight punch. Yeah. It's like he would look at it and just like not even switch his game. He's just like, okay, I, I'm gonna take it and I'm gonna hit you hard. Look, like, no, you have to like have some new, type though. of defense. He never had defense. It's just everybody respected his power. His his power, it was his defense. Exactly. His power was his everything. And somebody finally was like, man, fuck you. You don't hit that hard. He didn't know what to do. Yep. He never encountered yeah, that in life. Yeah, because I, I mean, if anything, what, I think. I was just going to say, ahead, I said this offline when, uh, when Wilder hit Fury with a couple of them right hands and Fury was still standing in front and coming after him in that first round, it's like that just took the air right out of Wilder. Wilder like, shit, like this right hand ain't put him down? Damn, I don't know what I'm about to do now. Like now, Wilder was like, all right, I got to think. I think what it was. I got to go to a backup I don't even think it was that. I think he got got stunned way before that right ear hit, before he – Whatever happened and it knocked off his balance. I think he was already messed up, and I seen it when he yeah. when, that, when that straight jab was effective, and he got hit yeah, maybe like the third straight time, and he was like, "Yo, yeah, like he came to box." So now I gotta line you up. So I gotta figure out how to take this jab or time this jab to weave back. Now, what we said, he doesn't have a defense. So he went to the regular setting of his mode, like, okay, well, I'm going to drop back. I'm going to try to get him to lean in so I can go ahead and one-two punch him. But it was too quick for him to time it. So he kept on getting stuck with it, and it was throwing him off. Now, at that point in time, his fighting style should have changed up. Yeah, that's true. But he, I just... I don't know, man. I was just sitting up there looking at that fight. I was disappointed. Number one, it was Black History Month. Number two, you did the whole <laughs> Black History tribute. You made us man. look bad as an entire race. You made and us I, I literally shit. said it before the fight, and I, I, I and I was about to clown. And you know, sometimes I troll. I, I do this offline. <laughs> I'm not always the troll that usually when I when I go live and we when we pardon, but. I was about to troll last night. I said, hey, plot twist. Wilder goes down in the third round. 
due to a glove issue because it, it was common. So I was going to say a glove issue or some type of uh, equipment issue, and he couldn't focus. And I was pretty much not off. Yeah, I mean, well, that's bad. I think he already put the pressure on him by that introduction. He did, like in his face in the ring. He did not look focused. He did not look like that hungry dog that always wants to dog out in his fights. Nah, he looked like a sick puppy. Is what he looked like. He looked like somebody. (laughs) He looked like he had a virus. He got missed a couple weeks of camp. Wasn't able to train the way that he was supposed to. And then it was already a short To be honest with you, and this is a question for both of you. Do you think that he had the effect of being as as though he was a winner that he couldn't be told or taught a lesson? So that's why he couldn't have a sturdy camp and have anyone in his corner to teach him or let him know what to do in the ring? Because nothing was, was done. I'm about to I'm say, gonna say no. But he had with some shit. They didn't tell him. They wasn't talking to him about making adjustments. Any of that. Yeah, All I agree. they were doing, giving him water, putting the ice pack on him, putting a little Vaseline, and saying, all right, let's go, champ. Like, they wasn't talking to him, telling him what they saw out there, telling him anything. Like, I was literally looking like, what the fuck is going on? I mean, when you forty one and over with forty knockouts, that's it all they rely on. They go like, but that's really all they rely on. Even if still, because even if still, for him having that power, for even if still he's having that power, this is common sense. You stand your ground, he's up. going to rush you. You switch up your stance and you stick him yeah. every time he come in with the right. Exactly. And if that's not going to throw exactly. him off, you go back and then you hit left. Exactly. Right. Nothing happened. Man. He stood nope. there. Exactly. Was like, you know what? They I'm going to this up. They wanted and the paycheck. I'm going to wind this up, and I'm going to let this gun go. Or whatever exactly. he do before he does it, when he locks and loads. Yeah. Nah, he did not unlet that thing go. It was on safety mode because he it was getting dinged was. up. And, and, Mr. Jones, let's stop this for a second, too. I know what you were saying about oh, him being 41-0 and 39 or 40 knockouts or whatever may have you. Guess what? Floyd Mayweather is undefeated. And it don't matter if it's round one, round ten, or round six. Roger talks to Floyd. Plain and simple. He talks to him. Even though Which Floyd makes the adjustments himself throughout the fight, and he already knows what to do. Roger talks to <laughs> Floyd and tells him. Yeah, yeah. You got to go out there in context. So I, I'm talking about the no, mind no, no. of a trainer. We'll bring it back. Come on, we know his we'll camp. We know his camp some shit. We know the camp was horrible yeah. and everything. His camp, but is I'm bad. telling you, the, the trainer was just being lazy. He like, dog, all he needs is one punch. The whole fight, all he needs yeah. is one punch. I mean, even when they was commentating the fight, they was like, oh, he's still in it. All he needs is one punch. Yeah, that one Which punch never yeah. came. But that, and, and, that's and, true. And, and, but go ahead. But that's the problem. And, but that. That's what made it terrible because I mean by the second no, or third that's round, not what, it made, it like what made it terrible stick is that they couldn't set him they up give him a to deliver that one punch. Like it's, it's crazy to me. It's crazy to me that you have this dominant right hand 
and you could not switch your stance. When he rushed just to deliver that punch, that yep. will give him some type of phys- some type of physical damage or some type of okay, hold on. He's actually attacking now. Okay, not too many of these punches I'm gonna be able to block. This hurts. I gotta tag then, him now. Then you can go back and then set up. I mean anybody either. It was no change of anything that he done in the ring. He had the same stance every round. The same delivery, the same one-two punch that he worked on that they thought was going to win the match. Yep. Man, I got two things I want to say. First of all, he's sitting up there letting Fury sing bye-bye, Miss American Pie. Like, come on, man. Like, once again, just disrespectful. Oh, that's what that song was? (laughs) Yeah, bye. I'm yeah. Miss America. Yeah. So much he said it with the soul. He said it. I was so lost. I was so lost. Yeah. I was like, what song is this? <laughs> yeah, that's Almost that's had to get his damn for a minute. And like, hold on, get the lyrics. Yeah, yeah had the whole crowd singing. Had the whole crowd singing with him and everything. Like, he I'm laughing like too. I'm not even gonna lie. After this fight, I'm 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 I'm, I'm almost a Tyson Fury fan. I'm not even gonna lie. Nah, I always been. I always been. That dude's entertaining, man. He's very entertaining. He is entertaining. Even right, from the first fight. Two. Even from the first fight, I gave him his proper due respect. Yeah. And. To be honest, I yeah. think this is what I really wanted. I did want to see um, Wild to get humbled. the aggressor. Yeah, I wouldn't say get humbled, but get taught a lesson in boxing. I think that's the only thing that wasn't happening. I don't, I don't know. I think that's the, that's the major question now. From this fight, uh, yeah. do you think this will humble him? You think that it he will go to. back to the drawing board? It has to. And but say, hey, you know what? I have to actually build strategy. I have to have a camp to lead me on to greatness. Not just, hey, you know what? You have a mean right hand. We're going to focus on this. No. Yeah, because I'm going to tell you right now. He get knocked out again. It's over for a while then. If Fury give him this rematch and he get knocked out again, it's over. But real quick before we even get into that. What did you all think about his trainer throwing in the towel? Should he have done it, yes or no? Hell no. You're the champion. I say no. You got down on the sword. Yeah. yeah, I say no. I definitely say, I say no. Yes. No. Why? Well, I say yes let because ref, it should have been thrown in early. Decision. And then also? Let the ref make the decision. Also, no, because the ref wasn't going to make the decision. I think the ref was more favored to Wilder, if anything, because the way he threw in the towel from the earlier bouts, and I'm not even going on with the statuses or they were trying to get to the main event and they were trying to let people go through. No, it should have been called off. It should have been stopped. He wasn't really throwing punches. He was getting beat up. Like, he was getting shoes shined. Shoes, oh, I can't even say it correctly. He was getting shoes shined in the corner. And I haven't seen that in a nice long minute. I mean, Tyson Fury yeah. literally was putting his head back with the left, tagging him with the right. Oh, you keep on blocking? You know what? Mm. Mm. 
stick him. Uh, stick him. Like, come on, man. It was it was total slaughter after that. They should have been called total fight. slaughter. Like battle rap. Yeah. No, I mean it definitely wasn't. I mean, it was. It was gonna get stopped anyway. I wasn't. I don't think it was I mean, because I'll say this. I'll say this. If it wasn't gonna get stopped, he was gonna did, get dropped, and he would have got more damage than what he did or what yeah, already happened is, to. Uh, when it's the champion like that. When yeah. it's champion, win it, Wilder, what? and it's somebody like him with a puncher's chance, man, you got to just let him go. Because even at the end of that combination, wow. when got stopped, Wilder hit Fury with a left. That kind of like backed Fury up a little bit and made Fury reset. So from there, you so know what I'm saying? When like, they stopped the fight? I did see that Yeah, when they stopped the fight. Yeah, yeah. It he was a, a weak blow. I mean, it wasn't that strong, but it made it made Fury reset a little bit. Like, all right, let me, all right, he threw a punch. Let me reset, get my combinations back together. So, yeah, like that happened. And I can agree to disagree. Just because I can agree with that, he did throw that punch. But still, I'm strong with what I said. If that fight would have continued, Wilder really possibly could have got hurt. Or, and I think oh, this yeah, is no, what comes back to my question: or, is that is this going to humble continue? him, or is this just going to be a fight that's going to build his ego up to get hurt or demolished again in the ring? I think he really got exposed in this match. Of course he did. He got exposed in the first one. Yeah, that's really really yeah yeah he did. Yeah, because Fury even said it. Fury said, "I saw something." And I just built on that from the last fight. He was like, I saw something in that twelfth round when I got up off the uh when I got up off the canvas, like I recognized something. And I knew that I could beat this dude. That was some bum ass shit. Crazy. But the answer to the answer is I think he's humble regardless, but it's how much he's gonna humble him. Like I said before, yeah. it can humble him to stay focused and become a champion. Or can humble him to the point that he's gunshot, he'll never get it back. We just got to see what's next. Exactly. Because he ain't fighting that That's much longer. Is. Nope. And I'm going to be honest and he with got you, 30 with days. He got Which 30 days to I mean, announce the rematch. He, he better take that fight. He better take that fight. Uh, that's the only thing I'm going to say. Of course he better take if that fight. If he doesn't take that fight. He better take that rematch. I, I swear, I, I'm just re- writing him off. Uh, like, I don't know. Unless he comes out with an Andrew Luck type of decision and we don't know about something, and he caught a brain aneurysm or some wild stuff, some Deontay oh, Wilder well, stuff. Said, then well, here's the thing. He said, I can get he that. Said but other than that, about, you better take this fight. Well, he said that he had a leg issue or something. He was, like, not making an excuse in the post-fight. That was a cop-out. He said out. that he came. Of course it was. I don't believe it. Like, and I hate when people say dumb shit like that, when they say, oh, I'm not using this as an excuse, but this is what was wrong with me. So if it's not an excuse, why are you even mentioning it? Like, at the end of the day, <laughs> people didn't realize that Jared, no, seriously, Jared Hurd didn't say that his shoulder wasn't 100% healed, but it wasn't. He didn't talk about that. I mean... Let's get smack into it, man. What you think? What's next, man? Uh, rematch. 
uh, or the in between match. Nah, you don't need no. You see Anthony and Joshua in the mix. Nah, he don't need no in between. It needs to be Wilder Fury three, and then the winner that will fight Ortiz and Joshua three, and then all the motherfuckers just need to retire at this point. Maybe Anthony Joshua can stick around because he's the youngest one, but the rest of them just need to go ahead and retire. The rest of them need to go ahead and retire because I mean, Wilder, you got to think Wilder about it. Though. I mean, want to do. Wilder is not. Unless, I mean, I, I as, see a couple as, more as years in I mean, but to fight who though? Who is he going to fight? I don't want to see a Fury Wilder top four and five and all that. Like we're not going to. No, Fury said a, he's uh, already about to retire. He has a couple of more matches. Fury okay, already said that. that. He, he said he's going to. Yeah, it's going to be the it's going to be the rematch, and then he's going to be Joshua. He said he would take the rematch, and then you know whatever else contender or so. He's gonna I think fight he said, yeah, I think he said he had a rematch. If not the rematch, maybe two or three more uh, fights, and then he's out. Gotcha. Okay. It's gonna it's gonna be the rematch because too much pride there. And then of course it's gonna be Anthony Joshua because you gotta think about it, man. Fighting at Wembley Stadium, hundred hundred plus thousand. Or they could take that shit to even Manchester Stadium when it's like a hundred and fifty thousand there. Yep. They sell out easy. Of course they would. They sell out easy out there. Fighting Dubai or something like that. <laughs> you know, Andy Josh would be. But I mean, at the end of the day, let's just hope the best for Wilder, man. Hopefully it's a lesson learned. And he learned how to actually set up that right hand because he still got one of the most dangerous tools in boxing history. He does. Yes, he do. I remember when they signed off on that right hand first. That was the first thing they got taped up. That was something that they did highlight. And I'm definitely – I do want to see it sound back. Um, just because all the talk that I said and just the hard, harsh criticism that I gave doesn't mean that this is the end. I believe that this is the beginning. And this is the beginning of a, a, a powerful boxer to become the ultimate boxer. Now, this will be continued, and of course, you know, we'll follow along on it. So, just concluding that, and let's get into the next. Mr. Jones, I really want you to take this away because you had a lot to say about this. Um, even just last week when we were talking about the All-Star Games and the dunk contest and everything. And you had a lot of criticism. Now, to me, just to start this off, when was the last time or when was the first time that you actually seen players play hard in the all-star game? Now, to me, we had a discussion. Now, to me, we had this discussion. And I believe uh, I forgot the actual wording for it, but that's back in the day when they actually had the greats play and they don't have it anymore. They have the greats play and you have uh, basically all-stars that was, was retired playing an all-star game. This is one of the hardest competitions that I think that was ever invented. And I think that it should have brought, they should have brought it back. Now, from watching this all-star game going into it, I don't think they should bring it back anymore. 
because the way that they changed <laughs> it, and I don't know if this is only going to be a one-time thing, but this was the hardest, and this was the first time I actually seen All-Stars play at a high level for All-Star game. So you saying that you don't? So you saying that you don't want them to bring this back because they actually gave a good competitive game? No, 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 no. No, he, did, uh, I no, was, he changed I his mind. I was mentioning the. Uh, I'm gonna I'm look it up just to get the the proper wording for it. But there there was a there was like an all star game for veterans. That was retired back in the day. I want to say this is maybe early '90s, and then they stopped it. And that was the hardest that you will actually see. And every time you see the All Star game, it was eh, so-so until you get to the fourth quarter. Then you see your two favorite All Stars maybe play, you know, game or game. You know, Jordan, Kobe, uh, Kobe, LeBron, stuff like that. But well, I, was saying, I was saying they need to bring that look, back because it wasn't electrifying as it was when these veterans would get on the court and they should have brought that back. So with that being said, me seeing this last All-Star game and the way that they changed it, for Kobe, um, for one, I think they should bring it back because I think that will bring back the competition and also just the viewership that we all deserve as fans for the All-Star game. Gotcha. Yeah, the All Star game. Yeah, the All Star game was great for a lot of reasons, and one is, yeah, it was competitive. You see, freaking Cal Lowry out there in the fourth quarter taking charges and everything. But I want to get straight into the question and everything. We know the game was good. We know the game was competitive, and we knew a lot of money was on the line for charity. But the way it ended, though, ending on free throw shots. How do y'all feel about that? In particular, man, he kind of I mean, skipped over a lot, man. Before I get into that, I do want to say you got to recognize that fourth quarter. That yeah, fourth quarter it was, was very competitive, very exciting. And you haven't seen, yeah. When was the last? When was the, when was the first time you seen the fourth quarter with no open layups, no open dunks? That's true. That's true. It was contested, but again, just like uh. I'm just going to stick to what I said. It was a, it was a scripted fourth quarter, especially with the lead that uh, Team Giannis had. It was scripted. But go ahead. I, I'll let you all touch I on say it was scripted. First. I mean, we, because we because. also had the battles. We also had the, the debate last week when we were saying who was the better team. I want to say you yeah, guys actually agree that LeBron had the better team. And I said the most defensive and overall team, I would go with the East. It's not the East. It's the Giannis. Giannis. Not the East, but Giannis. See, same thing I said last week. (laughs) I always said the East. Okay, then. All right, so we talk about competitive and things like that. We know LeBron don't play defense. The only person on Team LeBron that really plays defense is Kawhi. We seen that last night because he tried to play defense, and he got showed up. Exactly. <laughs> Man, they, I believe Giannis. Who like he yeah. had a nice. Uh, what was it to the rack? I think it was like a step, like a a back down spin layup. 
and he got the foul, if I'm not mistaken. But it was nice. So LeBron got challenged, and Giannis brought it to him. Also with the defense. I believe he got actually – oh, the chase down was phenomenal. And oh, he almost yeah. caught it yeah, when he tried to go to the rack. I mean, when Giannis blocked that fadeaway early from LeBron, I knew it was going to be competitive because LeBron looked at him like, oh, that's how we going to play, which is kind of crazy. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I can see what you mean by being scripted and everything because what was the final score, 157 and 155, and you add all the numbers to equal 24 and all that stuff? I can yeah. see what you, why you well, would say that's being well. pretty scripted. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, I just did that on top of my head because, you know, 155, you add that, that's 11, 157, that's 13, 11, 13, 24, yada, yada. But, I mean, it was good to see the competition and everything. But the way it ended, I I think they got to change that, man. You cannot end the game that competitive and that great on some fucking free throws. That little free throw. That little free throw, man. But let me ask you this, though. How would you change the rule? Because I think the format should be there every year now for a while. Yeah. At least. Oh, I would definitely keep that format. I would definitely keep that format. I definitely stick to the format, but if it comes down to a free throw, I believe that you got to win by a shot unless they're tied and then you win by two. Yeah, yeah, so maybe you got to win by a field goal. But, I mean, to me it's just difficult to put that on there because would you say that for the NBA final? You know what I mean? Like you you win how you win. So it is what it That's is. That's the NBA final. This is the all-star Yeah. Yeah. And it's – it's, it's charities and stuff like that on the line for the NBA All-Star game. It's not like it's not anything exactly. on the line. And you wanted to end with a free throw? Hey, if that's what it comes down to, it is what it is. That's what everybody can't make free throws. If LeBron no, was up there shooting see, that free throw, he wouldn't have made it. So let him go one-on-one. Let him go one-on-one. This is a no-shot clock game that's going to twins. The, the finals where you're in your final second and you're shooting a free throw and you have, like, a second or two to make a shot. It's not the same. It don't matter to me. It don't matter. I don't I, Even though I didn't want it to end like that, it is what it is. It shouldn't even have got that close with the lead that Team Giannis had. Yeah. Because, I mean, they made a good decision on when it was tied that quarter, rolled the money over to the last quarter. They could have made a better decision than this on the fly. Like you said, Zeus, one by field goal. Or, you know what I mean, whoever gets fouled got to play dude one-on-one. And if he scores, he wins. Something like that. Something. Because it's the all-star game. You want to leave, you know, home like you got your money's worth. I mean, you did because it went down the free throws. But at the end of the day, I would have rather seen the last second clutch basket, you know. A of course, away I mean something. we all would have rather seen that, but I mean, it happened the way that it did. But again, Team Giannis had a big enough lead where it shouldn't even have came down to that shit. Like, how are you up by fifteen or twenty, 
and then you allow that shit to happen. Oh, I know how. Just kidding. I know how, because that's the way they set that shit up. You can't allow her. took like eight charges at the end of the game. That's why. Yes, he did. That's crazy. I'm not even going to lie. That's why I was like, okay, they got to give it off to him. I'm like, I know this is an all-star game, but at this point, he ain't flopping. He actually getting <laughs> So... Um, like that was, I mean, it was intense for me. I think that was maybe the first all-star game that had me on the clutch of my seat. Like, okay, I can see where this is going for the longest. I think the last all-star game that was that electrifying was, I think when Kobe and LeBron was in an all-star game, it still was mediocre. But I remember just the last, you know, fourth quarter, they was going one-on-one. It was on ISO. And, you know, it was the all-out competing competition that you really wanted to expect. Just going with that being said, him, them honoring him and then them wearing his number on his back, I mean, there's no way that you couldn't play to your full potential. That would have been so disrespectful. And also just yeah. him just being – you know, the MVP All-Star, uh, I believe, what, how many times? Four? Three or four. So, Three or four. That being And, said, you know, shout out to Kawhi for winning it, too. Uh, that, that's what I was just about to get into. Um, do y'all all agree with that? You think the Kawhi, the Kawhi yeah. deserved that? Hell or do you yeah, think Kawhi that somebody else? If they gave it to LeBron, man, I would have turned off my fucking TV. Seriously. I wouldn't say LeBron. Kawhi yeah, definitely. Yeah, Kawhi doesn't say that. Yeah. I think he was tired for most threes in the All-Star game. Giannis or uh, who else? Is, oh, my God. He was just balling all well. Um, I can't think of his name. Kawhi, right man. now. He had over 30. He was in the winning team, and he tied the record for most threes in the All-Star game. And who's a better representative of a Kobe award than Kawhi right now, who's mentally most like him? Exactly. Exactly. And damn sure ain't LeBron. (laughs) Come on, man. Let's give you a couple minutes. Get your LeBron shit off, man. No, it's all good. I'm good. I just said what I said. The right person won MVP, okay? And I, I don't know why you ain't giving me a bad glory, man. You know that's your number one know. MVP. I don't know why you ain't just say, like, they should have gave it to LeBron. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm a LeBron <laughs> fan. <laughs> I, had, I, had, I had my Lakers jersey on. I was like, oh, my God, they gave it to Kawhi. I was saying, see, it'll be okay. I'll I already told y'all. I already told y'all who's my pick to win the uh, to win the NBA championship this season. It's uh, it's most yeah, definitely the Clippers. I know. You're mad. The Clippers. I know. The Clippers. Oh, man. That's my pick. <laughs> Four times growing up in a million years, the Clippers will be the favorite to win the championship. Whoever thought that shit. I know. The crazy times we were man. Board man. <laughs> but, I yeah, mean, board man. On a, 
you know, LeBron, man, 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 man. But anyway, yeah, look, okay. <laughs> look, man, look, just, just don't count your homie out, okay? I don't understand. We'll, we'll talk about more NBA just to be continued, and we'll talk more LeBron for MT. So, going into this next, uh, just to switch it up and then switch up the vibes. Mm, not really uh, upbeat, but it's more of a turn of events. And also going into another first, it's, uh, I think this is kind of like more of a first for me going into this evolution of young entrepreneurs, artists, um, activists, um, whatever you say, cultural leaders, idols, or hood stars, whatever you want to call it that's die young and you know as we always do um just to start this off pop smoke had passed away if anybody has the proper details of when that date was you can chime in if you want but i believe that was of last week maybe on thursday when we got the news from a robbery or maybe even targeted hit from his home. Now from the TMS crew, as always, we just want to give a moment of silence before we get into this detail of what happened. So this is our moment of silence for Pop Spoke, Power. Okay. Woo! So, that being said, I'm not sure how you want to uh, lead this off. I mean, I mean, this is another example of why I get so upset with our people and our culture because we're the same individuals who get upset when police kill us. When police brutalize us and, you know, they beat us down and treat us unfairly and whatever else. But yet, we continue to turn the gun on our own brother. Um, you know, from what we're hearing or recent reports, what Pop Smoke is, you know, was a targeted hit. That's why he wasn't robbed or anything like that. He was just simply, they came to his house, infiltrated, shot, killed him, left everybody else there. There's so many questions that I have, uh, so many things that's running through my mind. But if you watch his interview on Angie Martinez, she's a part of Power 105.1, like you could just tell he was one of the young ones that was actually starting to get it if that makes sense. Like, he was just one of the young ones, yes. like... No, that makes sense. Like, like I'm not... I mean, cause yeah, like... like I'll I'm give you a perfect example. Describe. I just want to say this, MT. Um, right, uh, as a Kodak Black, if you got to make sense, like, okay, I know I'm a rapper, but I also have to, I guess, learn the game to do other endeavors, if that makes sense. 
going with that. Like he was one of the rappers that picked up, like, okay, you know what? Yeah, I'm young and wild, and I want to live my life, but I could also take this approach and do more. Yep. Because he had his wild affairs. But it seemed like, like you said, he was getting the sense of, okay, I'm Pop Smoke. This is my brand. Okay, let me see how I can take this brand and myself and elevate it. And he was just grasping that that uh, idea of it versus just being Pop Smoke what everybody makes it. No, it's true. I mean, you took the words right out of my mouth from him getting into acting, from him getting into fashion and modeling and things like that, rubbing elbows with Virgil, who is one of Kanye's good friends, and he's a designer. He has off-white, and, you know, now he is hired by Louis to be one of their, uh, to be their head designer. So, yeah, like, he just got it. As far as movies, as far as, I mean, it was just a lot that he was going to get into. And that was cut short because of bullshit. Like I said, I know he was how affiliated. Old, how old was he? So he was only 20 years old. That's it, 20. Damn, bro. 20? 20 years old. I thought he was bullshitting. I had to research it. His, yeah, I know he looked old. That little dude is only 20 years old. Not even old enough to legally. It's funny because Angie Martinez was talking about at her party last year. He performed, and they was actually going to do like a liquor. There, there was a liquor brand there that wanted him to be, uh, that wanted to sponsor him and, you know, like give him some money and have him promote the liquor. And he couldn't even do it because he wasn't 21. It's this just, is definitely sad, another man. example, though. It's heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. And, again, I know he had – I know he was gang-affiliated. He had gang ties and everything. So we don't know what he may have done in his past. But as we've also seen with the senseless deaths of people like Dipsy Hustle, where it could have been literally somebody upset because of – they didn't like the way that someone said something. And if that was the reason why he was essentially had a hit put out on him, man, that's just bullshit, man. It is. It's complete bullshit. Unless he did a physical act of violence against you or a close loved one, I just can't see why you even feel the need to do what you did. Like, it's, it's just crazy to me. 20 years old. By the way, TMZ, man, again, why the fuck did they do what they do, man? First of all, they put it out for the world before the family knew. And then on top of that, they had a wicked picture of him, man. Pretty much getting um, CPR, trying to get his life resuscitated. Nobody don't want to see that image, man. I'm trying to tell you, like we said off the air, bro, they like true night crawlers out there, man. It's crazy. Which is true. It seems like they kind of putting this 
I guess, uh, set in stone in the future. It's like, how can you pinpoint and target some of these things? Um, which is crazy. It's almost they're working with enforcement. Um, before I make my topic, I just want to go off. We're not even going off. We're ending on topic. This is a source. Um, it's a page that's on um, IG. And they report, you know, murders and everything that happens into the media area. But they have video surveillances that you don't see anywhere else. They say that they're doing a justice for the people, but then it's also like, well, if you're doing this, then there's some way that you can prevent this. Right? You're so dead on when it's happening. They're acting first before anybody else knows anything. Why are you not hoping? Why are you not solving these problems? Why are you just glorifying it? Well, not even glorifying it, just putting it out there, just uh, a gain of interest. Going back with this, my thoughts of it, and it's, and it's really sad, what do you men get from stopping another man's growth to gain a slight proportion of what he had? Like, what does that do for your ego? Where does that come from? Like, how does that make you a man at the end of the day? Whatever you gain from killing somebody else's potential, just to gain a fraction of it, how is that even worthy? Where is where is the pride? Where is the where is the up in that? Because the only thing you're gonna do is have to go to another source. Going back to pop smoke. I think Gilly the Kid made a great point. Sometimes, you young guys, you go into another environment and think life's sweet, and you have a name for yourself. You have to play a part. Sometimes you have to have protection. Sometimes you have to have security. Sometimes you have to have people looking over your shoulder for you. You can't always go with, oh, I don't trust anybody. Oh, well, my man from the hood or the guy that I knew, you know, I know he used to put in work. He got me. But when you in the club and you get lit, he in the club getting lit too. When I both drunk and high He's tired and sleepy just like you. So how is he always going to have your back? And I just think it's one of those things that, and I hate to say to use him as an example, but it's something to learn from. Yeah, it's crazy. Because like it's like the more you find out details about the case, the more it just sounds so fishy like a set up. Like, the 911 call came from New York. Like, this happened in L.A. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so the fact that this came from the East Coast, that's fishy to me. And, yeah, and just to piggyback off of what you said, it's more than just 
making sure that you have security. Like a lot of these young dudes, they think, oh, man, if I have security with me, you know what I'm saying, I ain't a real dude or I'm not a real gangster, I'm scared, I'm this, I'm that. And it's not even about that. It's about being smart at the end of the day. You worth millions of dollars, man, you're an investment at the end of the day. And you got to protect you, which is the investor. It ain't about being, you know what I'm saying, it's not about being a punk, being scared, being anything like that. It's being smart so you can live another day. Because had Pop Smoke had security at his home or armed security out front, they could have easily peeped, okay, cool, you know what, I bet. They go somebody right there, you know, trying to creep around and stuff like that. Okay, let me call the police. Let me get my gun ready. And, yeah, these people try to infiltrate, I'm going to shoot them. What makes it so bad for me is that I've seen the video. And I've seen, but I've seen the video where they ran into, I guess it looked like a garage coming into his house. One, I just don't get how freely that this happened. Two, it's just, it's just crazy. It's just like they ran in like they had a plan like, okay, we're going to get this guy. Like, this, like they had a freely plan, and you can see them scattering around, and they were slightly confused. Wasn't really, you know, like they wanted to protect themselves or hide who they were. Was just like, hey, we're just going to do this. It's going to be easy. We're going to get in and get out. It's not like he had any care in the world, and especially the camera system that he had. I just think. Well, that's. I mean, these precautions, like, come on, man. Yeah, I just don't see that happening. Like, I know if I'm worth millions of dollars and my name is worth a lot of value, I won't put myself in a, an environment that I'm easy to get to. And if you do get to me, best believe you'll be on candy camera or somebody's going to get you or it's going to be some type of battle, or I'm at least see you while you're coming. There's no way, there's no way in, in hell that they should have been in the kicking that door and got to his room. And I don't even really know the full details if anybody else was there. But if he was by himself, yeah, it was other people there. that makes it yeah, it was other people even there. Worse. His boys was there. His boys was there. Boys was definitely there. No, he must have had company over, huh? He did. He had company over. And, like, that's another thing. They said nobody else was harmed. That's why it just seems fishy to me. Nobody else was harmed. They didn't rob him or take anything out of there, at least from what 
they, at least from what the police were able to gather, they said that it wasn't a robbery. But I'm just like, if it's a home invasion, like you're you're coming to rob and then hurt whoever gets in your way. But then that's why they changed it to, you know, the targeted hit. Basically, like somebody put some money on his head, and they was just there to kill him and then go back and collect their money. But yeah, it was people in the house as well. It was. It was people that. It is sad. It's bullshit is what it is, and it, it is some of his so-called homies and everything like that that he, you know, that he brought with him from around his way and all that. I'm sure they, I'm sure they assisted with this. But what I need for everybody to stop doing is everybody sat up there and oh, what a dude holding up all that money in his pitch and all that. That's who set him up, or that's who believed to set him up. Blood brother. He didn't like, come on, man. I know we've had some strange things happen in the world, but that's Pop Smoke's blood brother. He, I, I refuse to believe that he set up his brother. I refuse. Now, just to go off that, uh, I, you never know. But I, I refuse that that would happen, though. I just don't believe it. Yeah, like come on. It man. just doesn't. Like, like, no right? build up towards it. Like it's no reason that would happen. At least it's not even knowledgeable. Usually in those cases, you'll see or you'll I'll kind of out. figure out like, yeah, like it would be something. Yeah, it's a like, yeah, like he took his brother with him everywhere. He was with him on all the interviews. Every time he had a photo shoot or something, his brother with him. Man, he. His brother ain't do that shit. What happened was one of them homies that he probably flew from New York to Cali to chill with him and everything. He probably or one of them and he gave up the information about Pop. You know, and obviously, you know, it got posted, his address, everything like that. That got put on there. And, yeah, I mean, it just wasn't hard to find him. And then people got to realize, too, that in L.A., I get it, and I know you think, like, okay, cool, like, I live in the hills, everything is all peachy. No, the goons ride up to Calabasas. They ride up to the hills. There's a gang of them mm-hmm. that literally, they target celebrities' homes. They wait until the celebrities go on tour, and they know they're not home, and then they break into their houses and take stuff. That's how they make their money. Chris Brown house got hit. Rihanna house got hit. There's a lot of people houses and got hit out there. So it's not sweet. It's not sweet at all. Yeah, it's not. I mean, any final thoughts before we move forward? And just, like I said, it's just sad. Uh, if you haven't already, man, listen to the Woods Back to Definitely a fire album. Uh, and it's just sad, man. Another young brother take it from us. And we won't get to see Reach his full potential in life because of fucking senseless gun violence. Yeah, the kid was only 20, man. That, that's uh, And he was on his way to performance-wise and all that stuff. Yeah, like MC said, he was just grasping it. 
What you say, dude? Yeah. No, I said just like MT said, it was just grasping, grasping the game. Like he was just getting the game uh, beneath his wings. He was just about to take off and possibly, possibly, you know, be one of the best that ever done it from you know where he came from. And I think he probably would have took New York rap in a different different perspective. Where at the moment, right now with the six nine and everything, my only thing you had was the Gazelle the niggas and Pop Smoke and you know, everybody's a rat. So I think he probably would have changed that around. And he was twenty. Yeah. Like you never knew where his evolution would have went off to. Like that's the thing exactly. that killed Mhm. But man, youngins out there, it, be smart. Oh, speaking of youngins, yeah. matter of fact, this is a great this is a great segue going into the new segment. Boosie son. I'm sure that we already covered it last week, but we really want to get back into detail into it about the D Wade and Zaya situation. But also Boosie yeah had made a comment, but I just wanted to talk about the youth because this is kind of actually sparking the airways as well, too. Boosie's son had something to say, and I believe his name... Well, you know why he has something to say, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, because Boosie got kicked. So for the people that don't know, Boosie went to... He said he went to Planet Fitness and ended up getting kicked out of there because of his comments and everything from about Dwayne Wade's son and everything. And basically, Planet Fitness told him that his what he said and his words and everything just didn't align with their beliefs. So they didn't allow him in there to work out and basically cancel his membership. So now Boosie thinks he's being, like, blackballed and targeted, things like that. Well, that sounds like blackballing to me. <laughs> it does. The same gym that brings you pizza while you're working out and donuts. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, Hold on. So, I I don't think, okay, if that was the backlash, then I don't know. But I know his son did say that, look, everybody's sending me what's going on with my pops. I don't care what he said. I don't care if, uh, I won't try to think was that in the same context, but I, I know he said that I don't care if D or if it's uh, D Wade and his son is a faggot and ain't got nothing to do with me or something like that. And I bet y'all, whatever y'all saying, y'all won't say it to our face. Then he also went to comment and say, well, I know a little chick that'll probably turn them back straight. <laughs> I'm not wow. hilarious for me. But Sinet didn't find it funny at all. I thought um, that he was raised from a bigot and the apple don't fall too far from the tree. So with that Okay. 
that. Man, well, that is wow, though. He said, I don't know what chick that can turn her back. <laughs> That's wild. So, Mister Jones, I'm not even gonna lie. I'm gonna let you take this way, man. I'm gonna let you go ahead and get into the the boosy thing and then, you know what he said, and for his son to even have this backlash. I mean, first and foremost, I think this got out of hand, man. I mean, no, 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 no. This I'm is gonna a... need you to come direct. I'm gonna need you to come the same way, the way that you said you were going to construct this. Okay. Look. Let me get to my point. It's called building. It's called stacking. Okay, first and foremost, I just think it got out of hand because at the end of the day, it's a little boy life, and he made a decision. Boy, to get the national airways and everybody going back and forth about it, it's crazy. Now, one thing I'm really upset with people on social media and everything about it is how easy the narrative has changed once again. This kind of reminds me, and it's going to sound a little bit off base, it kind of reminds me of how Donald Trump changed the narrative about why Colin Kaepernick kneeled against the flag. Everybody said it was disrespectful to the – he said it was disrespectful to the flag. Everybody took that narrative and ran with it to that day. Boosie used the analogy of him getting his dick cut off to him kind of being young and not making them grown-type decisions already. And now everybody's like, oh, you getting his dick cut off. We don't want to get his dick cut off. Now it's about him getting his dick cut off. No, I didn't hear them say that once. But at the end of the day, when you sit back and you really think of it, and you really think about it, in this particular situation right here with this kid and all that, do you think he was taught this? From someone, do you think the behaviors, the mannerisms, I want to get manicures and all this? Do you think it was already taught by a man in his family? Yes or no? Would you say a man per se, or would you just say a joke? Like, would you say that he was already introduced to this lifestyle, so he didn't really know how to perceive himself as a man? Well, well, a person in his family. Do you think a person in his family introduced him to all of this? Or he just woke up one day and was like, I wanna I wanna change who I am. I mean, I don't know, it's hard to tell. I mean, sometimes these things do happen because, you know, you were touch younger, you were taken advantage of as a child, but overall I'm just gonna say, I mean, this is probably just the way that he was feeling. Like some people just have that about them. No, it doesn't even matter about somebody touching them. You know, doing anything to them, they it's just in them. Just like Can I keep it real? I mean, at the end of the day, go ahead. Is it? I mean, it's real talk about real people. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. It almost seemed to me it's like, you know, like father, like son. And it's no disrespect to the man at all, no disrespect to what he did on the court and everything, but mannerisms, the way he did his fashion later in his career. Some of the rumors that go on, I go again, I mean, the nails being polished, the lipstick and all that, the Michael Jordan earring, all of that. Do you think part of that was passed on like father, like son? I mean, it could be because we don't know what type of lifestyle Dwayne Wade likes to live. And, um, 
We don't. We don't know what type of lifestyle he lives sexually, other than you know him getting his butt ate. But that don't mean he's gay because he gets that. Well, done, I mean, but... also going on with that with the butt. Market. I'm not even saying gay. I'm not even saying not even listen, gay. Yeah. I'm just saying feminine, feminine. Like, you yeah. know, a no, feminine no, man around. So this is another thing that social media, just to, just to piggyback off of this, that they're saying that Gabrielle Union had a lot to play with it because until then, you know, he was doing the shoots with his son. They were very masculine when they were sporting the Trayvon Martin case and they had their hoodies on and everything uh, was cool until she kind of came into the picture and then, Things start going left, fashion-wise, and everything that you said, the sorts. So, do you think that maybe he got introduced to a different lifestyle? Because also, I mean, those those cheating allegations, maybe they really wasn't women. I don't know. I mean, I know I mean, one came all- from a baby, but also, you know, he had a second one, and then, you know, technically a third, and then that's when the butt munching came out. But these are all speculations. I just wanted to put that in the air since we're we're talking about it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to come to that conclusion. It's just at the end of the day, man. It is like D Wade definitely played. He definitely played a part in it with the way that, with his style and everything, and the way that he's been dressing and stuff like that. Um, but it's just to me, I don't know. It's just. I hope the narrative doesn't get changed. I'm also tired of hearing on social media about everybody saying that D. Wade is exploiting him. Oh, he's exploiting his son. He's exploiting him. I'm like, D. Wade had money before that. So I'm just trying to yeah, like understand. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think, exactly. I, okay, so I'm going to go with this narrative too. Do you think just because he retired, this is just the the, the voice of, or just a trend, just to tarnish his legacy? Because yeah, think about it. James Smith kind of came out that he was gay. Nobody really gave him. Nah, James Smith is different. He's like, I'm not a boy, I'm not a girl, I'm just a person. I'm not even a person, yeah. like an avatar. His mindset is completely yeah. different. Like he yeah. said, he's genderless. Other person saying yeah, I'm the other gender. Said. That's the difference. Exactly. Yeah, and that's what he said, Zaya. And like it confused the hell out of me too, because I was like, is this a oxymoron? But he was like, Dad, I'm not gay. I'm a straight trans. I'm a straight trans. Like I like boys. So I was like, I'm confused. So, you who were born a boy, you like boys, but you're saying that you're not gay, but I'm guessing because he identifies as a woman, so if you identify as a woman, then technically that doesn't make you gay because you're with them. Like, I, I'm just overall... Now, first of all, <laughs> look, we're not even going to die that I'm confused. You can just yeah, confuse me because you said straight yeah. trans, and I'm like... Ain't nothing straight. Yeah. We're trans. So, yeah, I, and then, okay, uh, yeah, now, I'm going to track that. I don't want to say know. anything that's wrong because that could have no, a whole definition. Yeah, but at the it, same it token, you I, said straight trans. And then, so what is a bi trans? 
Like, I'm not going to ask these ignorant questions because I don't know it, and I'm just trying to dead it. Because it's I, like the I spirit like there, like the buses. It's like the spirit there, like the yeah. trains. <laughs> Let's take the bad trains yeah. over to L.A. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, yeah, I don't know at this point, y'all. I have no idea. Maybe if, no, someone, if there's though. anybody, here's the thing. We, we, we're not really trying to make like a joke of it, but it's like if, it, if there's anybody from the LGBTQ plus community that can call, educate us, we're all for it because I, yeah, think, I, I was confused too. Yeah, like like when Dwayne Wade said that shit, I was like, "What? Like, what did you just say? Like, I don't understand it." But you know the craziest but, part about all of this, though, he he that? really made this life changing decision at twelve. He can never turn back now. You no, know, when I turned sixteen, I like women all of a sudden. He like women. Women, 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 women. <laughs> like, no, it, 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 if he did if he did go back, he's literally gonna be the new I'm delivered guy. Like Yeah. I'm delivered. Sad to say, just because he made and the, so much of And let's be deal real, the I'm delivered guy, he ain't really delivered either. All right, let's let's be real. He just need to keep it a buck. It's okay if he gay. It's, it's pastors and preachers and all that out there that's gay. Hey, let, live your truth. Mm. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? The church is changing now. It's, uh, they, they, they're they allowing a lot more in the church now. So, and allowing them to be leaders and everything like that. So, hey, do your thing. Live your truth. I mean, I don't know what to take of it. Because, like, back to the Boosie video, I didn't really see where the ignorance or bigotry came from. I think they just seen the analogy he used and took it way out of context. Yeah, because, because Boosie, the, actually, all Boosie said was, he said, please, he said, D-Wade, please don't cut his thing off. Like, basically, like, let him grow up and make that decision if he wants to have it removed. But, like, D-Wade, you don't do it. Like, let him grow up and decide if he wants to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I got from Boosie's video. When he was like, D-Wade, please, dog. Like, please, like, don't. Like, he's begging him instead of saying, like, oh, yeah, D-Wade said he was going to cut his thing off. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. I, I didn't get that from D-Wade's video. Yeah, all I got is wait till we become grown to make decisions like this. Because exactly. he's still a child, and he's saying he don't know what he want yet. He still got to develop. That's what I got exactly. from Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, he still got to develop. He still got to go through puberty. He still has to, yeah, he's got to go through all this stuff. And, you know, who knows, you know, how he may be feeling. I mean, and there's a lot of trans out there that still keep that piece. You know what I'm saying? It, it is what it is. Oh no, man. I, I'm gonna tell you right now, though. I, that I ain't gonna lie. The straight trans thing, like that, confused the hell out of me because I, and I'm gonna tell you 
that confused me just as much as Caitlyn Jenner did because Caitlyn, no, seriously, Caitlyn Jenner literally was like, went, first it was, um, you know, I, I identify as a woman, yada, yada, then thinking about getting the thing removed, but then didn't want to because now uh, still believes that they're a woman, but only attracted to women. And he's not attracted to men. He's attracted to women. What? So what? Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what Caitlyn. I'm serious. He's only attracted to women. He don't like men. He don't want to have anything to do with men. Have sex with men. None of that. He just wants to sleep with women. But and dress like. To, but dress like a woman. Yes. Yeah. So he never got the surgery. I thought he got the surgery. No, he didn't get it. He he stopped himself. He never actually got the surgery. He don't want awards and everything for being so, you know, having so much courage and coming out and everything. Yeah, but he's not attracted to men. So pretty much he's just nothing more than a crossdresser. Yeah, he honestly, I guess he wants to be a male lesbian. I, I don't know. Or, or a trans lesbian, I don't know. A male lesbian, a trans lesbian, I don't know what you call it. I, at this My point, I don't know. Exactly. 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 Let's just, just, just go to a new subject. I, I'm confused altogether. Yeah, man. <laughs> this, 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 I mean, I don't know. Other news, <laughs> man. I'm not sure. Look, I got something. Sure to talk about which actually. Oh, hey, hey, real quick, just and I meant to bring this up when we were talking about boxing, but I didn't want it to carry over too long. What do y'all think about Bob Arum putting Top Rank out there for sale? I think it's worth like ten billion dollars from old archives of like fights, like the Ali, like old Ali fights, old De La Hoya fights, Floyd Mayweather fights, everything. They said they own like properties and stuff like that that, like, they don't even have a mortgage on. Like, they outright own them. So if you buy top rank, you get access to all of that. You'll have stuff, the rights to fighters, to be able to make movies, whatever else. Documentaries. If I'm Showtime, I'm all over that. If I'm Showtime, yeah. I'm getting that ASAP. Yeah, I, I exactly. Yeah, if you Showtime, yeah, cut the, cut the check. It ain't like you don't have it. Cut the check. Oh, HBO, if you want to come back and it's not too late, I would love for you to come back. <laughs> but, nah, they already ran to their sports division. They worried about original series now. Fully. Yeah. So, yeah, Showtime would be the best and almost only option. <coughs> Unless ESPN go for it. I see ESPN going yeah. too. Yeah, they do like have to fill up more shit on their ESPN Plus library too. Yeah, and just think about all the just all the access to films and everything else, like old fights and everything that they would have, old interviews. I mean, everything. Exactly. Exactly. So Showtime on ESPN. That's who I see would get it. Okay. 
Bob Merrill must be sick or something. I wonder why he wants to sell all of a sudden. I mean, I mean he is there getting up there in age. Yeah, say, yeah, he's 88. I'm sure he don't have much time left. It is what it is. But, and also in scamming news, I'm about to say, this is, has been everywhere. There was a nine-year-old viral video of a young boy named Quanon Bells surfaced that he was getting bullied and schooled and also by his mother. Which that he said that he wanted to kill himself and not live on. And this GoFundMe actually raised over, I think, $60,000. Comes to find out that the nine-year-old is none other than an eight-year-old I guess man and a young boy's body with some type of living condition. Dwarfism is what he's talking about. So with this being said, man, how do you feel about that, man? Because not even a lot of this man. He got like 300,000. You said what? He got like 300,000 or something like that. He got some bread out of that. Yeah, he did get some bread because there were other celebrities that started raising money for him, like the guy from Game of Thrones, I forgot his name. He started raising money for him. But, I mean, overall, like, I'm going to be completely honest with y'all. I kind of knew that it was bullshit. I did because whenever these random videos like this come out, I'm always skeptical. And it's a shame that you can't just take things for face value now, nowadays, and you have to be on the defense, but I didn't donate. I didn't do any of that because I was literally like, I'm going to give this about two weeks because I'm telling you some BS is about to happen. And lo and behold, this man flexing, got on Gucci this, uh, Prada that, Burberry this, everything. And so, yeah, with him having all of that, I knew it. Like, I knew it. I was literally sitting and I was like, nah. I was like, nah. He is. It's just something I write about. This is people posting, oh, this is so sad. And, oh, now, the overall message of it, absolutely. I agree. Kids shouldn't be cruel. Kids shouldn't make other kids feel bad based off of the way that they look. Like, bullying does have to stop. But when you do videos like this and they're not real, and you don't let people know that, hey, like, this is just a reenactment, it takes away from the actual message that you were trying to Because now as we talked about narratives changing up, now all that want to No, MT, you must have gone out. Yeah, he must have jumped out. But, yeah, man, that video, <laughs> yeah, he did cut out. He's going to come back on in a minute, man. But that video was wild as shit, bro. That's all I can say at the end of the day. There yeah, you go. Yeah, you cut yeah. out, man. Finish your point. What's yeah, your my saying? bad. Yeah, my bad. Sorry about that. Horrible service, y'all. I got horrible service. But, um, no, I was just going to say, I mean, now the narrative got changed, and now nobody's actually talking about anti-bullying and things like that that we should be talking about because we're literally wasting our time talking about this bullshit, which is 
the fact that he out there flexing on the ground with all this designer stuff, and come to find out he he has behavioral issues. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. But I just knew it, and and it's a shame you can't you can't trust people nowadays. I mean, obviously everybody that gave their heart was in the right place. So God is still, you know, God will still look out for you. God will still bless you. Um, things like that. So yeah. So who I did was to put out the video to begin with? It was probably the mom's idea. Probably. Mom probably That's needed crazy. some money because I think, yeah, because I think the mom is single and she has three or four other boys. So, yeah, you got the mom and then you got three or four other little boys being raised. And she probably was strapped for cash and needed some money. And boom, she just decided. And I think he was also trying to get into either acting or music or something like that. So this was all the publicity that he needed. That's crazy. Oh, yep. this for fame? That's crazy. Yep. Come on, man. This, this is the era that we live in. It's all about clout at the end of the day, sir. That's what it's all about, clout. But, but he looked like he like 25, 26 in the face, though. He does. Old Benjamin <laughs> Button ass. I know, old Benjamin Button ass. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. But whatever. I mean, it's sad you can't even like do anything for a good cause anymore because the cause might be false. Nope. Well, also, man, in other news, man, I was say talking about your boy Fifty Cent, like we were talking about last week. You know, he came out again. You know, Mace clapped back. He kind of really. uh didn't really have too much to nice say about Fifty Cent talking about that he was calling the uh, he was calling the kettle black, the pot in the kettle uh, black, and basically he was doing the same thing, saying that he um, ended up buying Fabio Records or Fabio Publishing for unfair price, and that's why he was crying over Diddy getting him for over all his money and he don't own any of his publishing rights. And Fifty was saying that he was doing the same thing, and also dipping and diving in of basically doing the same thing to everybody else that he said fit me uh did he did to him then also it came out with that somebody put that Fabio Mays do have an existing agreement which I won't disclose. So we'll have a clarity on soon on a lot of issues on the cigar talk. Now, that's the dude ain't that Fabio, actually interviewed 50 Cent. Gotcha. Ain't Fabio, ain't the dude, ain't that what's the name, homie, uh, Pop Smoke homie? I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah, because I know because, what's the name, Pop Smoke on the Angie Martinez interview. Did shout out Fabio, but it was Fabio something, Fabio Fifth or Fabio something. So I just was one of that same person or not. 
<laughs> so, with that being said, basically, Fevio said, or Fabio said, that him and Mace do have, like, the same publishing agreement. But 50 kind of said that he was doing the same thing that he was doing to him, to Fabio. Gotcha. So he being a hypocrite. Yeah. Sounds Basically. about right. Yeah, sounds about right. I mean, obviously we don't know the details of it. We'll see, but. Nah, it's actually, um, it's on the Cigar Talk. Fiddy did an um, interview with them on that, and then he kind of got back into it. He was like, uh, I'm kind of in the middle of it, um, because Mace will tell you he's coming back, get a check, then break out. Then, like, he's done that to Buff twice. If it yep. was so bad, then why he's doing it to somebody else? Like he's doing the same thing to Fabio. It was quote unquote about fifty on the um, new interview that he came out with. Yeah, I mean, and I think that's another thing that people need to. Uh, I think that's another thing too that people need to pay attention to. And like I know Diddy's done bad business in the past with people and you know with the groups and things like that, but Diddy also is, like, Diddy, he's not completely the predator, but he's also not, I guess, the victim neither. But you get what I'm saying? Like, like I can see why Diddy moved the way that he did with Mace and told Mace, hey, you can wait until you, you know, 50, and then your publishing will be turned back over to you automatically or something like that. So, like, I can see why. Because, yeah, Mace, like you said, Mace got over on Diddy a couple times. Got an advance on some money. Told him he was going to come. Yeah. 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 Breaking up, N.T. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, man, it's the fucking music business. <laughs> It's designed for everybody to fuck over everybody one way or another. Is there some people you can tolerate more because you probably make more money with them than the other person? Try to look at it. Yeah, my bad. Uh huh. I know. Yeah, but my bad. But yeah, but okay, that's fine that God called you and, you know, you got to go home and you got to preach and, you know, whatever else. That's fine. That's cool. But guess what? Get that money back that you got to get that advance back too. That's what you can pay back. Pay back the advance that you owe. Give Diddy his money back. Oh, trust me, he did and more over the years. Yeah. Yeah, Mace is a completely blameless, blameless in this at all. He's not. Yeah, because basically, um, the the host of the Cigar Talk, Naji, had posted. He said, "PSA, I spoke to Mace today. He called me and showed me paperwork saying he took zero percent of Fabio Forms publishing rights. So, basically, saying Fifty Cent don't have his fax rate." Hmm. You said he took what percentage of all uh, of Fabio's publisher? He said zero percent. Oh, okay. But then 
you know, coming out, that's what he said. He said, yeah, Fabio, Mace do, Fabio and Mace do have an existing agreement, which I won't disclose, but we'll have clarity on a lot of issues. So I'm guessing that he probably might have Mace on the cigar talk. Because it all stemmed from, I think, Fifth was on there, and then he said, uh, yeah, yeah, basically he's like, yeah, he called it's the pot calling the kettle black because apparently apparently ripped Fabio Foreign out of his publishing rights. According to the fifth, Mace bought Fabio Foreign's publishing right at an unfair price. So that doesn't give him the right to cry with spilled milk. When discussing Mace's case with, with Diddy, he's also pointing out, quote, the publisher shit, he's doing the same shit the young boys now, Fabio, like it is there. You're doing the same shit that you did did to you. Boy, fuck you. Fuck is you crying over about some shit that you did and you doing to somebody else? Get the fuck out of here, man. Basically, so I guess he went on to that basically saying like when Mace came back and said he got his facts straight, he pretty much called him out. So I'm waiting to see what Mace is really going to say on the live interview. You know, Mace been kind of speaking his mind lately too. Of course he has. Well, we all know Mason a little cheap. Yeah, definitely. We all Mason a little cheap. It's just like he tried to give Cam, you know what I'm saying, a couple hundred dollars, when Cam saved him from getting his, getting his ass whooped, you know? So. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if 50 Cent ended up uh, <laughs> kind of like dead in uh, Mason's career just permanently just because of the fun of it. You know, him and his troll answered. I mean, what career, though? I mean, look, he still got some type of say-so. Like, you you have a lot of people that will probably defend Mace at some type of point. Yeah, because he's yeah. an artist. You always want to defend the artist getting all their money because the music business always fucks over the artist. But other than yeah. that, like... As far as career, what has he done? All he got is what? Harlem World? That's it? Double Up was kind of disappointing. Honestly, honestly, it wouldn't be Mace if it wasn't for Diddy. That's true. He owed that man half anyway, at least. He made that man image. He made that man flow and everything. Cause that that wasn't the same mace that was on Children of the Corn getting no shine by Cam and Big L and all them. Sorry, well, I, keep I mean, he said he made mace, but I mean, I guess I'm about to say he did kind of put him in the shiny suits and made him a, a household name. He did give him ready yeah, play, so him. yeah, makes sense. Made him a household name. All the ladies loved him. You know, all of that. Yeah, he, he he gave him that image, that whole pretty boy image and everything. He did. Almost made you forgot he had a lazy eye. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even going to lie. As a kid, oh. until I seen him on, uh, I think it was the reunion or something like that. Until I seen him on that, I was like, yo, I was like, man, his eye like that for real. But you know, Puff mm-hmm. had him had him straight. I think it was like the second person that he had like 
This is like a total joke. It was like the second person that he had, maybe the third, that he had like visually right on camera. And then when he left Bad Boy, it's just like they hold image change. You knew my Mace had a lazy eye. You know, Jada left the merch. You knew she ain't really had no butt for real. That was Puffy's butt. You know, Craig Mack was Craig Mack, but you ain't really know what Craig Mack looked like until you seen him. So, I mean. Yeah. And, and did he make Craig Mack too? Uh. <laughs> We can't really ever determine that, man. He made that great hit, and he never had another chance. I still don't get why he never dropped this. That's the biggest mystery ever, why yeah, he never dropped the second true. album. Because he was fired. Um, he was. He was fired. That nigga was just ugly. And then nobody never told him the truth. I mean, rest in peace to him, but that's why. I mean, but what you call Biggie, he was just fly. He said it himself, he black, ugly as ever. However. That's a good question. Why Why haven't Craig Mack actually came over the second album? Well, he came yeah, now, I, I unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, yeah, unfortunately. Rest <laughs> in peace. But, um... I think I know why. Hey. I, it could have been I don't think he had the face card. I think really, I think that you know who who I resemble is like the modern era Craig Mack. Currency. Oh. Like you have currency. You have yeah. the potential. I don't just don't think you just have the face that everybody wants to see. So you're not mainstream. Yeah, but the difference is Craig Mack just stopped. He stopped making music altogether. Currency found his own lane. Probably became the best to ever do it on the world. I guess. So I don't it, know, it, it, you got like artists like a little, little baby. But I know what you mean. As that's far out, as looking, man. Like, come on, man. Like, I know what you mean. But Craig Mack was just one and done. I mean, he had his little song with No Limit, and then all of a sudden, with a cash act came out, and then uh, you know. And just went underground from there. I think not. Nah, well, I can't even when, get when, that. With a cash at, they seen currency. They was like, yeah, this is currency. Like, God, this is like Mac Jones. Yeah. Everybody seen Mac Jones and was like, oh my God, this is Mike Jones. I can't take this guy serious. No, well, even with currency, nah, tri- that's the thing, though. No, the, the thing with currency was. He wasn't gonna go into the Young Money sweatshop, which is exactly what, which is what they were known for doing, stunting people's growth, stunting their career because they wanted to continue to push Wayne, uh, then Drake and Nicki and all them. Like, so currency was like, nah, like it's not gonna be me taking a back seat because I know that I'm talented and I know that I should be making more money. And then when you see that baby and all that can't really do good business, and it's a lot of artists that end up starving and broke and have their growth stunted, then guess what? It's time to roll out. So to lose to... Let's keep it a thousand. We know Currency wrote some bars in Young Money, too. I'm pretty sure there's a couple of bars Wayne spit that Currency wrote. 
Of course he did. But at the end of the day, especially no in that like Louisiana and all that. Yeah, place, Louisiana drives those days. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was sounding a lot like Kersey. But continue. Yeah, so, yeah, so then that's when it comes to when you currency, all right, do you just do things independent and get money on your own? Or do you end up being the first party next door where you have talent, but you just need to keep writing? And then I'll even let you write for other people so you can make extra money. But, you know, I don't, I don't want you to have, like, millions and millions and millions of dollars, you know, because we need to keep you a little hungry. And currency there after. Like, yeah, he didn't want to go in the sweatshop, which I don't blame him. Smart guy. Like, people, yeah, like, especially with the internet and everything and you being able to essentially put yourself off promote your own brand, nobody got time for that. Yeah. Yeah, labels are dying, man. Nobody talking about it. You about to start yeah. seeing labels for sale in the next three, four years. They already talking about going public. That's already the beginning of the end. Yeah, you see how Def Jam is. I'm about to say they can't keep an owner with anything. Nope. Oh yeah, they just fired Rosenberg. Well, they fired him. Fired. He, uh, he resigned. He resigned. You know what that means. They fired his ass. They nah, no, no. Nah, to be honest with you, I think that was the Eminem move. I think he just wanted to deal more with Shady. So, I mean, let's be honest. What has he done there? Nothing. Like, Dev Jam is like, who's, who's still in Dev Jam? Yeah, Dev I think there's a lot of artists. I'm about to say, let's not take credibility for that. Dev Jam still do they do. They have a lot of no, independent labels under them. No, they don't. No, they do. So, so who's the most dominant? No, all um, Def Digital. All Def Digital is carrying them right now. So, no. Because a, a lot of their artists anyway, doing their own thing. So what's, all right, so what's the major label right now? You see? Like, out of all the huge labels <laughs> or just nah, like record labels in general? Uh, I would say I mean, Sony or Universal. Universal. Sony. You said who? I said just Sony, Sony, Sony and one go major labels, and then I guess your other definition of it. So that way I can get your range. Yeah, no, Sony and Universal no. are probably Sony and Universal. Major easy. Labels. Yeah. And Atlantic, Atlantic too, Atlantic Records. Atl- Atlantic is doing pretty solid right now. But you know, Sony though, what makes Sony smart is they eat off legacies, legacy deals and stuff. Because they got like, they still got Prince music. They still got Michael Jackson music. They have a cut of Beyonce's music. They still got Mariah Carey's legacy deals. If they wanted to, they could bring Celine Dion out the bag. That's why Sony will always be great. Because they get all these old greats and get their legacy deals. Yep. That makes sense. I'll put it like this. Def Jam will probably never go anywhere because there will always be a Jay-Z. But at the end of the day, 
how Def Jam used to be, like, when you was an artist, you didn't even want to go independent. You would rather sign the Def Jam because you wanted to be amongst them greats. It doesn't have that mystique anymore. That's the problem. Well, no, I don't think Def Jam actually is creating more independency with their artists now versus them trying to hold them over. I mean... Most of the most of the artists is like under Def Jam is in a partnership for some type of merchandising. Not really. Or they went to uni- or they merged with Universal. That's the yeah. reason why I say Universal because on the low, you know, Universal get a cut of Jay Z's music and Kanye's too. And they still get all of Wayne's old albums and all of that. And Rihanna. But yeah, we're running out of time, though. We got to close out. We got like a minute left. We got to continue this next week. (laughs) All right, cool. All right, well, I'm your host, MT, signing off. And with me and my co-host. Mr. Jones, a.k.a. Sam Jones. And Mr. Come First, because you got to respect me, man. And it's just the truth. And, you know, always be giving you real talk about real people. Make sure you tune in next week. And then also, you know, follow some of my uh, old playbacks, man. If you didn't catch the show, you always catch us on Blog Talk Radio. Catch us on uh, Facebook. Make sure you chime in some of our debates in the Too Much Show official page, uh, debate group. And, yeah, I'll let you later. Peace.